0: Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimist Futures, Matt Zimberg. Hi,
1: trading gang.
0: So yesterday, I wished you a good
1: weekend, not knowing that it was uh, actually a Wednesday. I thought today is a Friday. Jake didn't tell me anything. He just posted it. Uh, he, He used to me being a klutz already from time to time. Um. In any case, now I know this is a Thursday and uh, tomorrow is a Friday and this recording will be posted on Friday. So I am going to wish you now a really good weekend with yourself, with the family, with the cats and dogs, with anybody who's around you. So today I'm going to talk about waiting for your method to complete itself. I learn a lot. From talking to clients and potential clients and once in a while, you know, to share with me some of the obstacles that they have. And today one of the people that I spoke to, he said that one of his biggest problems in trading futures is always having this mentality of going for the home run. and it just burned him out. So you know he's trading futures and every single trade. He goes for the kill because he thinks this is going to have uh, some sort of a home run and it doesn't happen naturally most of the time so it's kind of exhausting and, and I understand that so he kind of drained, drained himself out so you know today we're talking whether he should go back to futures or not. Now I told him if he's if he's not going to change his mentality about trading there's simply no point of going back to futures. I Definitely would not encourage somebody who is um, going to behave like this, you know, um, to trade futures because it's not going to lead to anything productive. But obviously, if he was able to kind of change his mentality a little bit, uh, <clears throat> you know, that then it would help potentially, would help. I don't know if people can always change their nature, but you know. It's a must in futures trading. I think it's a must in life. I think you have to be flexi- flexible as a human being. You know, I don't like those who are saying, you know, that's me, take it or leave it. I think um, you always have to be kind of flexible with your opinion. There's always changing circumstances in life and obviously in trading and in different markets. So you always have to kind of adapt to it. So I'm going to talk about... Um, you know, this scenario that I just described. And I assume if there's one that is like that, I assume there's many people out there who probably think that way. Now, I'm, again, I I wanted to tell you that I I can't relate to it. And I'm not saying it because from a good perspective or a bad perspective, you know, I just, it's not in my nature, you know, to um, assess the markets this way. And I never did. You know it's always nice oh clearly when you trade that you have once in a while a huge move that happens and it's really going in your favor <clears throat> and obviously it helps you financially and it helps your account but those kind of moves most of the time are um are luck and nothing more than that um and Luck does play a role in trading. It does, you know. If people trade a lot, you know, I'm not saying a lot of transactions, you know, in a short period of time. When I'm saying a lot, if they there's you know lots of trading that they've done over the years or over months or whatever period it is. Once in a while, the market could give you know them the traders, you know, much more than they've that they've anticipated. But clearly, this is not something that they could have detected ahead of time. So, clearly, I believe that this is, again, this is just my opinion. And I believe that luck will play a role for those who are disciplined. And I think they know it. And obviously, periodically, there will also be, you know, bad days that you really didn't anticipate that you would lose, you know, that much. But at the same time, you know, it's up to you. You know, obviously, there could be gaps in the markets and things like that. But all things being equal, you can also quit and you should quit if you hit your limit. So, you know, the first thing is basically building a method. Now, as I mentioned before, I don't know if somebody could change their nature. But I believe that if somebody develops good habits over time, even if they're forced habits, like he forces them themselves to do it, whether it's in trading or, <clears throat> or working out or reading and in enriching your knowledge in anything, in any discipline in, li- in, any discipline in life, <clears throat> I believe that if you have um, good habits, you will stick to those habits. So obviously, you know, if somebody developed a method and he would stick to the method, over time, you will see that you know, it could potentially work better for him. And at the same time, he would not have the mentality that every single trade has to be a home run. And he would see that he potentially could preserve his account as opposed to blowing it up, you know, while <clears throat> looking for those, you know, home runs that rarely materialize or materialize, or, or when they do materialize, it's it's not because you have the ability to detect them. And the problem when people go for home runs or they're looking for those home runs, is usually they would be associated with over-leveraging. So they think it's a big move. So they're trying to basically go with large amounts of margin and capital and contracts. And futures trading is very leveraged as it is. You don't need to build leverage on top of leverage. But they're trying to do that. And when it doesn't happen, um, <clears throat> you know, typically the losses they would take would simply eliminate their account. So if somebody told you, you know, you fight for the next day, it's exactly it. you got to have capital for the next day, and that's how you do it. So I encourage everybody to develop a method out there. You could do it. Um You know, you could simply <clears throat> be looking at markets and looking at the patterns that they've done. Even if you choose trading indicators such as MACD or RSI or moving average and start making observe observances of 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 when what and what happens. Right? So you look for patterns that happen, you look for technicals that happen, and then you decide, you know, if if this happens, you know, seven out of times se- sorry, seven out of ten times what happens. And when it doesn't happen, what kind of risk management should I apply to it to avoid you not know, staying in the market when it doesn't work out and you don't want one bad trade to take away everything. So Again, the one thing you should do is really build a method. If you build a method, you're not going to look for home runs. Now, the second challenge that people have is sticking to the method, right? That's one challenge is finding the method. Second thing is sticking to the method. So let's say you did a lot of research Let's say you found a method that you want to trade with. And by the way, you can trade with any method, you know, it just, there's no, don't be, you know, like a, like a, like a teenager girl. I mean, that tries to change fashions, you know, every month and buy a different outfit because that's how sometimes, um, you know, traders, I feel behave like that. Right. So, I, I do have girls, so, you know, I know that every month it's just a different fashion. Uh, <clears throat> so, but traders, they do that too, you know, so when they change methods, like, oh, did this not work this month, I'm going to do something else. Like, okay, you know, Fibonacci is the best. Okay, market profile is the best. Okay, price action, you know, no indicators is the best. I mean, it's just <clears throat> the jump around. So, I'm not here to support one pl- method over another. To me, you can develop good methods in in with everything because I think that what really boils down to is the risk management behind it. There are some methods that I don't like uh <clears throat> that usually they're very ancient methods that people refer to. You probably know what I'm talking about, but you know again you know if if somebody could prove me wrong with actual results i'm i'm oh, like i said i'm always open minded so it really boils down to the risk management out there more than anything than. The actual method itself. The method is just the entry. You know, people enter the market for various reasons. So when you go long, somebody else might go long with you for a totally different reason, and then there's somebody who goes short for a good and valid reason in his eyes. So from that point on, it's just um, risk management. So it's important, obviously, to 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 have the method. Now, like I said, the second challenge. Is to stick with the method. What do I mean by sticking with the method? So it requires patience for the method to complete itself, right? So sometimes you could see, let's say, you have a certain support level, right? Let's say you want to buy, you know, the stock indices or the Emini S&P, and you see it's reaching support, but you know, but you become impatient. And you're like, you know what? I don't want to miss out on this move. I'm going to do it. And then you have, you know, and then, you know, it just doesn't happen. It goes to support and it breaks the support and starts going down because you were just impatient instead of waiting, you know, and even if it was a losing loss, uh, sorry, a losing trade and there was a loss associated in the trade, you could have had a, a much lower loss if you just waited. The same thing goes, you know, to to the upside. If you want to short a market, there's a resistance somewhere and it starts crawling that way, you know. I'm not saying it has to do it exactly because sometimes, you know, resistance can be touched a few times just like support and it could be close. But, you know, what I find most people do is basically they don't wait for the method to complete because of the fear of missing out. So what they do in any method, they get the method, but they still don't adhere to the method or listen to the method or observe the method, whatever term you use, and this method just becomes absolute random. It just there's no because then if you if, if you developed a method and you don't stick to that method, whatever it takes to complete the cycle of the trade, right? So some people have like a trade and set up and then, you know, then they place the order. Some people, you know, might have a certain chart formation. Some people wait for certain technicals to appear. Whatever the case is, you just have to wait for this thing to happen. And over time, as you execute, you you will know what is close enough, right? But obviously, as a beginner, you don't know what's close enough, so you really have to wait for the whole cycle, and maybe it's a good practice to have all of your life, that fine, you'll miss some trades, but if you stick to a method, maybe you'll gain more than losing, and essentially, you know, when you see market moves, don't feel that you missed out, you know, it's just like you can't, even people who trade, you know, different asset classes, such as stocks, You know, they they would jump from one to another, to another, to another. They're like, oh, this stock went up 30%. I'm going to go into that. Maybe it's going to make another move. And then, and you know, so basically you can make, you know, a circus out of every asset class that you're trading out there, you know. But in futures, it's extremely important to be very particular because you're dealing with leverage. So every point is a lot of money. And if you were a day trader maximizing, you know, your day trading margins, it's 10 times more important if you're going in with max contract to really wait for your method to complete. Now, I'm not supporting somebody, I'm not supporting the idea that you should over leverage your account. But some people do, and it's a fact, and it's just in their nature. So at least, you know, if you're going in with a larger number of contracts, and you're putting your account at at the risk of ruin, and by the way, it's a term, it's a mathematical calculation, risk of ruin, then at the very least, it you know, at least wait for your method to complete itself. Because if you don't, you're just trading r- randomly. This is, it's like a stop sign, right? So you have a stop sign, or you have a red light that you stop at, right? I mean, those those things are there for a reason. If you don't Listen to them, or you don't obey them. Then you just start doing things randomly, and accidents will happen. So, in the financial markets, when you trade futures or forex, you know, or any leverage contract out there, know this is something that you should um, consider. So, please, if there's any message that I have for you from this podcast, is waiting for the cycle of your method to complete and that in itself instills a very, very good discipline in you. That would be a rule number one. And if you just do that, you would see that you would not care if the market once in a while makes moves out there that, you know, that you didn't participate. You're just going to say, hey, listen, you know, that's the, that's the market. And, you know, it does what it does. And if I didn't participate today and the market crashed, you know, or the market went up, it's fine. I always have the next day. But traders somehow think the dead day is the only. I don't know why they get this feeling, and this is maybe I'm wrong. But this is how I get the feeling that they. Some people think the dead day they missed out. It's the last day that the market rallies, or it's the last day that the market crashed. I mean, the markets are going to be here. I mean, it was here before us, and it will be here after us. So you know, just think of it that way. You know, I personally. You know, again, I don't want to say, you know, I and again, I'm not saying it from an arrogant standpoint. You know, I'm really telling you like it is. I never cared if the market rallied or went or or crashed and I wasn't in it because if the method did not dictate it, then you know what's the point, right? I mean, it's just it is what it is. So I hope to transfer some of that mentality to you guys because I think it's a healthy thing to be. Um, discipline. So this this is also part of discipline. Discipline is not only learning to cut your, your losses short, as everybody says, right? Which, and again, it's a very vague, you know, kind of sentence. I always had a problem with it because you really have to be very flexible how you cut your losses short. You know, it depends on the market volatility. You have to adjust, you know, your target sometimes. So cutting your losses short is according to the market environment that we're in. If the market is too volatile and your you know and your risk management is just too tight, then you're gonna get stopped out all the time. so that's not cutting your losses short that doesn't it's just you you were you know it's just a choppy market but the point is but there is a sense in cutting your losses short. you know the idea is that you don't let one trade or a bunch of trades just completely ruin and destroy your account but the first part is that you executed the trade according to something, according to some logic. You follow the logic through, you know, A to Z, and you executed it. And if the, at that point, you know, if the market didn't go in your favor, the only thing you can say, I traded according to my method. At least you should say that. Now, if it went in your favor, I'm 10 times happier, right? And I hope, I hope that in the long run, you would see that developing your method I, like I said, I hope because I don't know your trading skills, it could potentially give you better results, and I hope positive results as opposed to random results or, or or losses. And again, you know that type of behavior, going back to the trader that I spoke to today, I think it it's also going to preserve your energy, and preserving your energy in this game it's extremely important. Yes, trading sometimes can be mentally exhausting. So it's really important, you know, to to have a discipline in it and not you know waste your energy and because you need to focus every day. It's equivalent to somebody who wants to lose weight and on day one goes to six hours to the gym, right? And then he's sore for two weeks. He can't do anything and he eats you know chips while sitting on the couch you know on the couch. So well It's nice that he went for six hours, but it didn't do anything in the long run. So preserve your energy, you know, find a method, finish, let the method finish and go from there. Now, on the Optimus Flow platform, one of the nice features that we added recently, and I think it's a very, very um, good good feature for uh, many traders, it's called end of bar order execution. So basically, whether you trade 30 minutes bar, five minute bar, 10 minute bars, essentially, it allows you to place an order at the end of the bar, right? So if you know, if there's a certain bar that you're waiting for the order to be completed, you can place a market order, or you can place a limit order, or a stop order, um, and, and I think that in itself gives you a little bit of speed. You can also choose the number of, of, of uh, lots that uh, y- you can trade. And also you can um, choose either to make this active or not active. And the I mean, the, mo- the, the, the actual end of bar order execution. And also within the bar, you can specify if you want to have the bar closed, right? If you want the bar to be closed, you know, and then execute the order, or you want the bar open, or you want to trade at the bars high or low, or the new bar open. So if there's a new bar that opens, only then you want to place the order. And again, you can attach a limit order, you can attach a market order, or a stop order. And I think um, that in itself could potentially, would, would could help you a little bit, I believe in discipline. So rather than waiting for, if, if you, th- this is specifically for those who trade off the charts. So if you trade on a chart and there's a certain formations that you look at and, 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 tra- and, and trading, you can actually see what sort of bars are being formulated and then you can choose to execute. So for example, if you see some sort of a choppy market but you know if you believe that a bar you know high would break for example to the upside then you can do that you can you can play around with with this and and see if this feature helps you and again that's on our own platform called Optimus flow it's a good stable platform visually very appealing you know for for traders i personally like it it has a a black background so it doesn't strain your eyes it's organized and not overwhelming and simple, and you can design it in any way you want. So I, I encourage you to go to www.optimusfutures.com and uh, look at our platforms. And one of the top platforms should be Optimus Flow. And I encourage you to test it out because I think it's a really good platform, and it has a lot of other features that we added for discipline you know as i mentioned before time and trade you can measure if you don't want to be in the trade more than 5 minutes or if you want to put a certain loss for the day in a certain asset class if you're trading micros for example or the minis and you say look i you know if the market gets to this type of loss and this this please alert me and then it allows you to cancel all the orders and execute the trade so we're trying to add things to optimist flow over time that are not, um, how should I say, you know, just gimmicky type of, I I feel like, uh, you know, what people call proprietary indicators, because they're just a mix of indicators. I I really try to add things based on people's feedback of where the difficulty is in trading. I don't think that anybody is born a trader. Um, I think it's a very difficult field to be in. Um, I know people are attracted to it because they think it's sometimes easy money but I they don't understand the level of discipline sometimes that it requires to um, to attain the mastery uh, of trading so what I would encourage you is do it slowly 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 as I say here wait for your method you know develop your own you know methodology it's the healthiest thing that you can do and just remember like anything else, you know, your goal when I say stick to the method is basically that you have something else that you judge yourself by um besides your PNL, besides your profit and loss because what I find is that if people have a winning day, they think they're the greatest traders and, you know, and when they have bad days, they think they're the worst traders and they definitely shouldn't think that way. They really should see their results over the long run, not not, you know, Sunday night to Friday. You know, but, you know, but over months and years and 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 measure it and and again you know large numbers would tell you your ability don't judge yourself on the day to day on day to day the only thing you should ask yourself again my personal opinion did i obey my method did I was I disciplined today and i think that would take you to the next level you when you develop discipline you, i think there's so many other things that happen i think you're starting to be more observant of the market and things that happen in the market and the way and the rhythm of the market the way market the way what i was about to say is the way charts are forming with what rhythm they have and i think it 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 would in if you're disciplined again you know obeying your method you integrate those kind of things into your discipline and into your method and when you trade randomly you just see what you want to see that's 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 what I believe in. If you have a, a, a random behavior in anything in life, the observations that you start making are basically a, a, a fiction of your imagination. So I appreciate the risk that you take every day coming to the market. I never downplay the risk in futures trading. It's a very risk, risky market. You know, as I always say in every podcast or the disclaimer say, you know, in the podcast, you know, there's a substantial risk of loss on futures trading. Best performance is not indicative of future results. Okay, so again, I'm wishing you a really good weekend. Please come to our site, www.optimistfutures.com. Would love to earn your business. Um, you have any questions, call us. You can ask for me. It's fine. You know, sometimes I get with people on the phone, they're like, I can't believe I you know I'm talking to you. But honestly, I love talking to people and it takes me just a few minutes to record this. Jake helps me upload it. He's a fantastic broker that we have. If you have technical questions, he's the most patient guy in the world. No technical support in the world has more patience than him. And I've been in the business for 20 years as a phenomenal human being when it comes to guiding you right through the platform. So you can call us 1-800-771-6748. And if you ask for me, for Matt, I would help you with Try um, the right clearing firms, margins, um, and and I do advise on technology once I hear your configuration. But also at the same time, if you have very specific question about Optimus Flow or any of the other platforms that we have as far as features and anything else, Jake is very competent and he really took on himself to learn a lot of platforms. And if he doesn't know, he says that he doesn't know and he gets back to people. So again, One last commercial, okay, www.optimistfutures.com, toll free, 1-800-771-6748, and the local number, if you're overseas and you're listening to this, it's 561-367-8686. I wish you a good weekend, relaxing one, and I'll see you on the next podcast. Take care, bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures Podcast subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+, all under the username Optimist Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at optimistfutures.com or give us a call directly at 561-367-8686 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again, Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures Podcast.